0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gamer, a business creative and a basketball fan. We can here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources, social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode Hello, oh, hello, it's Mike Ingrich here once again, and it's time for another episode, and today I'm going to be diving into a website lead generation foundations, website lead generation foundations, and uh, this, this comes from questions that I get all the time about, uh, you know, how do we attract more people uh, to our site, and what do we do to grow leads, It's and, and you think, you know, if you build it, they will come, and that's not the case on the web, so I want to dive into that and uh, give you one, two, three, four, five, six specific things that I want you to take a look at on your website which can impact your uh, lead generation capacity for your website. All right. So what are we talking about? First off, when we're talking about the website lead generation, we are talking about the capacity to get someone, a visitor to your website and then to have them take an action on your website so that they are no longer just an unknown visitor to you, but you gain something which is a lead, and typically that's a name and an email address so that you can connect with them further going forward. I'm gonna uh, keep it limited to that today as, as I talk through these pieces. And uh, for businesses of all sizes, from solo entrepreneurs up to you know significant corporations with a business website, you want your website to be generating leads, and um, it is not enough to just have a contact form on your website, all right? So I want to dive into uh, the, the key areas that I think you need to take a look at and how that all fits together. Now, again, this um, is, is a piece of what I talk about in my whole game plan for social media lead generation, which is uh, geared on the digital marketing funnel strategy, my book, uh, mikeingrich.com slash book. You can find that where I cover the the overarching strategy, particularly with the use on social media at the top of the funnel to help drive people to your website and to get them into leads capture, to get them into email marketing nurture so that you can sell through that. So that's uh, kind of the big picture on that. That's what the book goes into, but, but let's take a look at specifically once we've gotten to your website today, we've gotten to your website now. What are the keys uh, with your website? And uh, I'm not going to talk about the basics. One of the basics is that your site needs to be mobile friendly. Okay, uh, that's I'm just gonna, I'm not going to go into that. That is a expectation, you know. Today, folks, if your site is not mobile friendly, then you need to have it redeveloped right now because that is critical importance. More people are using their mobile phones than desktops for daily searches. And more traffic is on mobile than on desktop. Uh, Google is uh, looking at your site, dinging you in search results, not ranking you higher if your site's not mobile friendly. So get that done, all right. But first thing then is you got a website now. I'm mean, I'm having the expectation that's mobile friendly. So uh, what else? I think that you need to have a blog, news resource center. Okay. So your there's your website. It has your basics, your home, your about us, those types of pages. We're gonna go into details on those, but you need to have a news resource center, which is a blog. Okay, this is something this is where your primary resourcing content is goes out and talks about. It's not where your products are listed, that type of thing. Those are other pages on your site. But this is the content that goes this is value-adding content, content that goes out. I want I want it to go out on at least a weekly basis. One new post, one resource-rich post a week, okay? I don't care if you call it your your news area, I don't care if you call it your resource center, I don't care if you call it your blog. I think I like the concept of you calling it the resource center because I want you to offer rich resources to people, okay? People um if they're searching for a product, they'll type in the product they can get to your site, alright? But uh people who are in the early stages of research might not know your product's name, so they're not gonna type that in, but they're they're talking about the you know, the, the concept, you know, it's it's um, wood trim finishes for the interior of my house, you know, that type of thing. And so those are pieces, you know, considerations for wood trim finishes is a blog post that you could write. Okay, um, and that's, that offers value, that's a, a rich resource and it might be something that somebody types into the search engine and therefore they get to your site first, not because they knew your company, not because they knew your product, but because you had a relevant resource-rich blog post article on that and they search for that, they saw the link, they come over and so the first page that they see on your site is the blog post. Alright, so that this is a front-liner, it needs to be resource-rich, you want to be putting these out on a regular basis so that Google is scanning you and seeing that you're a resource-rich for this area, they rank you higher in that area. Uh, should contain relevant information that your target audience will find useful, will find valuable, and uh, you want to optimize that for the right keywords. And um, I just uh, am doing a, a post as well on some uh, long-tail keyword um, tools that you can use online to to help you figure out what keywords you should you should be uh, including in your blog post because. Most people now, when I say long tail, it's multiple words in a search. So most people, when they go to Google, they don't just put in one word. They don't put in just two words. Um, Right now, the the most dominant trend is they put in like about five words. So it's like a partial sentence, uh, a a phrase for something they're searching. And and Google honors that by trying to give them more exact results. So you want to key in some of those phrases for your content. Okay? But uh, number one... To help you with lead generation people won't know your name necessarily they won't know your products necessarily but if they if you can help them get to you through your blog through the, the resource-rich content things that they're searching for you're adding value to your lead generation We're trying to, to generate more traffic to the site okay um, the second thing you, you need to take a look at and just make sure it's optimized is your home page this is what uh, the first impression for somebody that uh, n- you know, knows your name, does a search on your company name, that's what they're going to come to. It's going to come to your homepage. So it's got to be um, interesting. It needs to be um, visually attractive and it has to not be super cluttered. I just had a client, we were designing a website for them and they say, well we want one access to everything on our site. I said, no. You don't want to do that from your homepage because if you have um, a way to access, you know, 50, 60 pages from your home page then people won't know where to go. I said, you, you got to narrow that down. What are the, what are the big buckets? I said, we want to help people get to where they want to go and we want to help drive them there. We don't want to have them click too many times, but we need to help narrow down the focus. So, so we don't want to have you know, 20 different options on our home page what are the three big buckets what are the four big buckets okay there can be peripheral things around that what are the central actions you want them to take to get there what are you about you're your 1 2 and your 3 and and have those as you know visual kind of callouts that that jump out at people so they come to that and they see company xyz and they say company xyz has i can do a i can do b or i can do c they know and they can drill into i want to check out b and they go into that then you get more information. So that's what your homepage needs to do. Provide a clear explanation um, and, and then help drive people deeper into that. You want to you build trust. Maybe there's a, uh, you know, a small testimonial opportunity there. Um, again, visuals are working on the web now, so consider definitely some good imagery. And potentially a video on that home page okay so you want to take a look at those pieces so we've covered um, your blog News Resource Center and your home page I also want to touch base on the about us page alright this is a common page that people are gonna want to go to once they've known about you once they've been to the home page and they want to find out more so this is company X it does Y and Z who are they so they click on the about us page and um, this is an opportunity to build trust, okay? So this should uh, help people become familiar with you uh, and get comfortable with you and to understand uh, who you are, some some of that, the values, maybe the vision, vision, the mission, the history, that type of thing. And hopefully you can put some faces on there so that they can get to know uh, the company itself this, so that, that they can develop a rapport. People do business with people. They like to see that person and say, you know, can I work with that person and and do that. So uh, even if you're a large company, you can begin putting some people on there and that can help personalize it and and separate you from just another uh, entity out there. And and so the about section needs to build trust and align with your values and communicate that simply, effectively, visually uh, with imagery. All right. So we've covered those main pieces now, another piece that every website needs to have is how do they contact you if they want to contact you and you know, typically that's you're going to have uh, information in the header and footer about the you know phone number or a contact button in the in the footer same thing header and footer, top of the page bottom of the page, and maybe in the navigation you're going to have a contact us button so that goes to a contact page where you know there's some information. Um, what do you want them to fill out? Don't have them fill out too much. Don't ask for too many fields uh, but you want enough that you can get back in touch with them. You don't want everything optional. It's good to require maybe an email address uh, you know and um, depending on who you are, it might be the company or person last name and give them some details on what you're going to do with that information. You know, uh, how soon can they expect to hear back from you? Uh, do you need to know what it's about? Those types of pieces. So so use the contact form to help them get in touch with you in a simple fashion. And, and, and again, this is one type of a lead that comes in there. If you can get them to the contact form and they fill that out, that's a lead. However, note that in many cases, people are not going to fill out the contact form uh, right away. Okay? And because and they know, oh, somebody's going to contact you then. Maybe they're still want to do some research and don't want a direct contact, they don't want a phone call, they don't want a direct email, Um, but you need to capture them uh, and, and move them into your lead funnel. So the way to do that is to use what I call a lead magnet. This is a lead capture tool on your website. It's not just on the contact page, it's generally across all pages. Now um, you know we have a tool called Waftio that uh, allows you to do this. There's others, opt-in Monster, those types of things, which offer a widget in the, the bottom, you know, right uh, bottom corner of your website, or a pop-up that comes up after a number of seconds, or when somebody's getting ready to leave, It's called exit intent. And uh, and these, um, you can't just say, hey, sign up for this. Uh, you you need to offer something of value in exchange. Say, hey, you know, you're, you're, thanks for coming to the website. You might like this, free ebook on this, or this, uh, uh, this video that goes into X, Y, and Z. You know, we're a builder, and these are the, this is the checklist um, when you're deciding on your, uh, you know, next contractor, all right? So it's, it's, it's being a resource rich. It's giving them something, something that they want to say, wow, that's a unique offer. It's free. I like that. I want to opt into this. And, you know, by the way, you want to have in there that so we're going to add you to our weekly um, email list where you'll get further news and tips like this, all right? So that's, that's the goal there is to get them to opt in, subscribe, give them something of value so that they want to opt in, and and that gets them on your email list. That's, that's a lead, and we want to do that across the site, okay? So we've, we've taken a look at how we've gotten them there. We got them there through great content in the blog or maybe they knew our name, so they came to the home page. Uh, maybe they wanted to find out more about us. They drilled into the About Us page. Um, but across the site, we have these tools and, and, and that is a lead capture magnet offering something of value that, that we've created that we can deliver via email to them and get them to accept being opted into our email list, adding that list to our email marketing system, uh, whether that's a CRM, whether that's a MailChimp, you know, a constant contact, something like that, so that we can email them on a regular basis. That then is not a mechanism to spam them, but it's a mechanism to then build trust. We've moved them into the funnel. They've found us, they've been on our site, so they know who we are, they know a little bit about us, but we may have some work to do. Maybe they're not in the buying mode now, um, but we can build trust and we can offer more resources so that they feel comfortable. And we have to know that there's people at varying stages of the buying cycle. Many times they are not ready to buy right then. They're doing research. And so getting them something of value to get them on your email list allows you to then nurture that going forward so that you've built the trust when they already purchase your top of mind. All right. So those are some key pieces there. And you, know, some people kind of resist these and they say hey, these pop ups you know I, I hate those things okay well they're crazy effective all right now crazy egg Neil Patel they did a study on this and, and here's some a stat from his website um, pop ups drive 1,375 percent 1,375 percent more subscribers than if you don't have one and just rely on your contact page on your website okay hands down it is a tool that works um, you know with waftio we try to give you options on that to you you, you want to be sensitive to people you know maybe the widget in the bottom right corner is going to work it pops up and it jiggles a little bit captures their attention maybe the pop-up box you know it works you need to, to test these things over the course of time um, but these are the, the you know key practices for taking a look at your website for lead generation and uh, you know some of the the the, the important items that I want you just to, to stop take a look at today in a fresh way on your site. How are we doing with these? Again going through those uh, like I said, number one, just brain dead you have to have a mobile friendly site. But um, number two, take a look at uh, your, your blog. Are you doing that? Or are you doing it on a regular basis? Does your site have that? Do you have a resource center? Can people get to it easily? Are you sharing that content out on social media and in, in your newsletter? Um, how's your home page? Is it visually attractive? Is it narrowing things down to your key buckets and not just too much everywhere? Get a third party to review it. How's the about section working? I went into that one. How's your contact form? Your lead magnet? And the final one I want to talk about is your thank you page. This is if somebody's filled out the contact form um, or if somebody has opted into your lead magnet, Okay, you want to probably direct them to a final page that's a thank you. And um, this is a way to uh, be sincere, offer thank you, but also offer some more resources. So on that page, you say, hey, you can also connect with us on Facebook here. You can connect with us on Instagram here, on Twitter here. And by the way, uh, here is, you know, two other links to articles on our News Resource Center that uh, we thought you might find of value. So again, offer value, build trust be helpful okay that's the biggest thing people are doing a lot of research on the web and they're doing research which means they will buy down the pike and so you want to be there and begin laying that foundation for trust that will help you be at the table when they're ready to make a purchase alright so that was website best practices for lead generation having you kind of uh, go through some of those key areas and reevaluate those so stop take a half time break And think through those, Uh, get a a third party, you know, even if it's a friend, someone else outside to help you evaluate those areas on your site, have them give give you some feedback, make changes, and um, get those implemented so you can go forward better. All right? So that's what I wanted to offer to you today. Hopefully that's helpful. Again, this was Mike with the Halftime Mike Podcast. What is your next step that you need to do now to move forward in the second half? All right, take care, folks. Have a good one. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at mikeimage.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event mygamesh.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy, adding value to you to help you win the game in the second